0: I'm joined by Krista Cullum. I'm going to probably mess up your name at some point in this uh, campaign cycle because my second grade teacher was supposed to be Krista, Kristen McCullough, the oh, astronaut. Right. And that was one of my formal moments of like having to watch that shuttle that. go up. Yes. So I apologize at first. Understood. <laughs> uh, but tell, tell me a little bit about yourself, because I think people are kind of just starting to get to know you.
1: Yeah. So I came from Great Falls, Montana, from a working class family, and I was going to be trapped in that cycle. But I decided I refused to accept that and I decided to join the Army. And so I was in the Army. It was hard, but I worked my way up. I was enlisted first, but I got up to the point where I was uh, in a special assignment working for General Powell in the Pentagon when he was chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And it was inspiring to see his leadership compared to other leaders, and I decided I wanted to be a leader in the military just like him. So I went through officer candidate school, got commissioned as a signal officer, and served as a platoon leader in an infantry division. And 21 years ago, I came here to Idaho, built my home, raised my family, oftentimes as a single mother, and I had changed careers into the tech sector. Uh, So I worked my way up, again, I saw good leaders and bad, and I decided, hey, I'm a working person, a working mother, and I want to see my teams being treated better, and I might have to lead it to show what I'm looking for. And so I began. I became a program manager at Hewlett Packard, running multi-million dollar programs, uh, worldwide teams, uh, very complex, very important, um, and I would have to bring disparate teams to the table to Um, have them collaborate and work through their, their competing priorities to get the work done. So I've learned how to lead teams. I've learned how to do it humanely. I'm what's called a servant leader, which is really lifting up the whole team and helping them be empowered to do do the work instead of crushing them. And it actually works better for everybody. And I would like to give that same leadership to Idaho.
0: Well, no, when we talk about leadership, so it seems like in the military, mm-hmm. when you say jump, they say, how high? <laughs> in politics, it seems like when you say jump, the people go, no, you jump. We want you to jump for us. How different is leadership in the political arena versus in the corporate and the military world
1: sure there are some differences so again i was an enlisted and became an officer and i'm called an army mustang and it was the officers that came in and said just shut up shut up and jump that weren't necessarily the the ones that were the best leaders it was understanding how it felt to get that order and never giving an order that you wouldn't do yourself and always coming from the perspective of the people that you're leading. And I think it's the same no matter where I was in the military or the tech sector. And I think in politics, it's it's being in the shoes of the people who are actually being impacted and, and protecting that. And I think it's all the same no matter where you're at.
0: So why do you want to give up a good paycheck and come <laughs> into politics? I mean, what drove you into this?
1: Yeah, um, it is a, a cut in pay and right now, I, two weeks ago, I quit my job and, and I, I'm i now without a paycheck for the first time ever. So it's a little unnerving.
0: So do we question your decision making here?
1: <laughs> no, I think you, you know that I'm coming from a very passionate place um, and that I'm very, I'm very steeped in my convictions that this is what is absolutely necessary. I feel very passionately that more of us need to be actively involved in the political process. Idaho is um, a civilian legislature um, and government, and um, I'm one of those people, and I I want to represent. I'm a servant leader. I have done public service in the military, so this is an extension of something I've always done and that I'm very passionate about. In the last two years, I've just seen more and more um, need to have a voice that represents all of Idaho.
0: And we've we've talked a lot about leadership, but where do you want to lead this state? Where are we going?
1: I would like to say um, mostly to a balanced state. Um, right now, we're we're lopsided. Um, only one party gets a, a real say, and they don't even have to represent people. And I would say that the best times that Idaho has had has been when we were more balanced or that we had a Democratic governor and a Republican uh, lieutenant governor or something where there actually had to be conversations and compromise and collaboration. And I, I think that's where we could be headed if we could get a more balanced government
0: and a lot of people are going to go into the polling place and vote between you and Janice Mm -hmm. McGeehan what's the difference there how are you different than your opponent
1: Um, I would say that we um, differ in several key areas especially like lately it's been the Medicaid expansion Um, I was I was a petition collector and I'm very passionate about everyone getting Uh, Closing the gap and having Medicaid expansion covered, Um, Janice has put in a proposition for the Republican platform to say no to Medicaid. And I think that's wrong. People have died in the state from lack of preventative health care. And because of that, and we need to protect these lives. Those Idahoans who died should have been represented better by the government. And she's saying, no, let's keep killing them.
0: Is it, is it just health care? Because, I mean, this petition could pass. Mm-hmm. You could yes. go into the lieutenant governor's seat mm-hmm. and that's already done. What, what do you want to accomplish at that point?
1: <laughs> well, it's not already done. If the voters pass it, it still has to go through the legislature and signed by the gov- governor. And so there is a whole process there until it's guaranteed. Um, and there is a role that the lieutenant governor plays within the Senate as president of the Senate. Um, I doubt we'd be a tiebreaker at this point, but, you know, we do have a role in seeing it safely through and, and we can make our voices heard. But I'd say beyond just Medicaid, there are several key issues just in um, economy and education about how money is spent that she and I differ. Um, and I think it's um, people really should research these issues. And
0: would you pinpoint a couple for us? Because I I think people want to know why you're the better candidate or what you're going to do differently in this job.
1: Outside of my greater leadership experience and training, um, I would say that, like in the economy, um, I'm looking for, uh, I'm opposed to uh, corporate tax cuts. And she actually wants to abolish corporate taxes. And that's huge. I I think we actually need to go back and look at the tax breaks that corporations have been getting that are obsolete now. And we should actually analyze those and tax them appropriately where she's saying, no, they don't, they shouldn't be taxed at all. That's a pretty huge uh, difference. Um, She is, I believe her platform is more of um, just post um, high school education expansion where I think we need to start pre-K and earlier and really get those spongy minds to be um, supported, so a pre-K program. Um, So those are a few key things that I I would call out.
0: And and finally, the lieutenant governor job basically is Mm -hmm. sitting around and waiting for a tie vote or sitting around and waiting for the governor to leave the state. Uh, Outside of that, it's kind of what you make of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, What roles would you want to play in as Lieutenant Governor? What what projects would you like to take on? How, what would this office look like if you're in it?
1: So first of all, I'm a certified project manager and so projects are my thing and I, I can take on a number of them. Um, being a veteran One of my passions is veterans' rights and and supporting our veterans. So there's many veterans' programs around the state. There's also the Idaho National Guard, which the governor would need help with. I'm the only um, lieutenant governor, governor candidate with any veteran um, status. So I feel like I could lend a hand there very easily and just make sure our veterans are getting served well.
0: And uh, I always say last question, and I add one more. Uh, But there is a possibility that you would have to serve with uh, Lieutenant Governor Brad Little. Mm -hmm. What What would it be like that relationship with working with a Republican in the governor's seat?
1: I've met him several times. I'd like to meet him more and sit down. I can work with anyone, you know. Regardless, I I signed up for this knowing that I would work with Republicans. So whether it's just in the legislature or whether it's with the governor as well. I I expect to have to work and learn to collaborate and find the win and get the job done no matter who is the governor.
0: Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you.